With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're back. Let's look go! At, look, at, look at Stevie P. Stevie P. We got we got a new uh, agenda for the podcast. We need to talk about well, what are we talking about today? We're gonna be talking about uh, a four-one uh, win with Milan. We're gonna talk about a VAR uh, situation in Syria. We're gonna talk about where have you been? Because everybody's asking about you. Everybody wants to know where I've been. We're gonna touch on the ex busted tweets because we ex, can't call it Twitter anymore. Tweets, yes, you're right. But uh, what do we have in store? We have. Uh, a game recap. We got Serie A recap. We have introduction to our Serie A fantasy league, and obviously Jan coming in with the busted tweets. Uh, without further ado, do we have anything else to introduce today, Mr. Steve? We're gonna talk about my new backdrop. We are gonna talk about your new backdrop. Look at that. Look at Stevie P taking the summer off with the with the beautiful designs in the back. And on that note, let's go. Welcome to the Milan Weekly Podcast, the English voice of Milan fans all over the world, with your hosts, Vinny T and Stevie P. Benvenuti nella casa Leao carica il Mancino! Eccolo qua! Rafa Leao! Cari amici sportivi, welcome to your season... Uh, what do you call it? A season opening, a season, uh, the season sect opener. The there sect we go, opener of Milan Weekly Podcast. Here, where we talk everything Milan, a a on to Roma Milan, and uh, what's up with VAR Milan? Because we're definitely going to be talking about that. Stevie P, Vinny T, yes, the tag team is back. Thank you, Vinny Mancini. Um, Steve, you know what? Before we get into it, I just want to take the time to uh, welcome back. I know it was a long summer for you coaching uh, coaching your son. Um, thank you to Gio and Fabio um, for you know doing some shows. I know Patreon. I've been doing some a bit of uh, Patreon specials, but talk to us. Your fans want to know, Stevie P. 
how you've been the last couple of months and uh, your feelings for what Milan has happened, uh, what has happened with Milan until uh, until now and since your yeah. since your departure. Little little hard to commit nowadays for uh, the summer season, just with everything that goes on with local soccer. Uh, you know, uh, the bi-weekly Thursday show of the local soccer show, we put that on hiatus as well because everybody's busy during the local soccer season. So that'll start up as well uh, soon. Um, I think September 7th, we'll start that and run every second Thursday with that. So podcast season for me starts about now. Uh, I do follow it, guys. It's just uh, putting in a lot of energy in uh, local soccer with my son's team. Uh, there are U10 now. We're playing tournaments, you know, Milan Weekly Podcast sponsoring tournaments uh, for them. So, you know, uh, it's with the great help of this podcast that I, that it lets me do that for my son. And in the uh, in the meantime, I get to uh, tell off a couple of kids and a couple of parents. So that always makes me feel good. Following Milan during the summer was a was a, a telenovela. Let's let's say yes, that much. It was. I yes, felt it was. like jumping on multiple times, but unfortunately, I had to hold myself back. I said I was going to take the time off, and I did. But uh, look, this is what we signed up for. We knew it was going to be a project. We did not know that it was going to be that much of a three hundred and I can't say three sixty, but let's say three hundred and. 45 degree turn that we took. No, 360 would be back to where we were. Back to so exactly. One, so 170, you want to say. 170 or 354, whatever. Almost a full uh, back to where we were. But I think both management and, you know, the staff uh, seem to have their project and things aligned. Uh, it hurt to see Maldini go. Uh, it hurt to see Tonali go. But uh, as we said, Seria is no business of refusing 80, 80 million dollars or 70 plus million dollars for Tonali. And we saw management put their money where their mouth is and reinvest it. So we're happy with that. And now we start with the beautiful Serie A season, ladies and gentlemen. That means Stevie P is back with a brand new backdrop. Steve, Steve talk to us about this beautiful backdrop. One of our uh, you know, friends, social media friends, um, Digital Pro. I believe it's called Display uh, Pro. Display Pro. Pro. I'm very sorry. Display Pro. It's uh, Steve. Steven it looks... the, yeah, Steven Steven and the Moore, great yeah. guy. Steven Moore and the great people at Display Pro, you know, uh, hook me up with these. Uh, they're fantastic. They're an alternative to framing. Uh, he showed it to myself and Presidente one time, and I was blown away. I had tons of jerseys that my wife was begging me to get out of the closet and and somewhere she just wanted them somewhere let's put them somewhere exactly so i said you know what it's, it was a couple of years we were running with that backdrop i had some had jerseys hanging was looking for uh, ways to to frame them and steven came out like la madonnina oh the angel sung there's two sizes guys you can see there from the backdrop uh, the bigger size can accommodate uh, pretty much any jersey size always made for soccer jerseys uh, where you can show the number uh the the small one is pretty much made for the to display the front of the shirt and guys you can mix and match and do everything that you you want with these uh with these great things they they work on a magnet system they're not hard to set up right there's not hard to set up at all uh again i'm not very handy and i was able to do what you see in the back all by myself so uh compliment the compliment stay tuned to the milan weekly podcast instagram account 
I'll be posting some other uh, successes that I had with the Display Pro. But you check them out, Display Pro Shop. Display Pro, guys. And yeah. uh, even even though it's a lot, a lot to lead, like our uh, Patreon member, uh, Steve, that it, it's not going very well for Lazio in the first couple of games. But guys, uh, look at that. Display Pro. Take a look in the back at uh, Steve's background. Uh, if you want to be displaying your jerseys, um, whether it be the numbers, whether it be just the, the front magnetic system, and if Stevie P can do it, you can do it. Stevie, the toolman tailor, Fuji's and Funyuns is, uh, is saying there. Steve, you know, we, we haven't spoken in a long time, well, officially here online, and, um, you know, we've gone through two weeks. Obviously, leave it to Serie A to have a polemiche after just uh, two weeks. But before we get into the polemiche, I wanted to wanted to get your thoughts. First win of the season, second win of the season. We're playing Torino this Saturday. Um, what did you think about this game? It came with the same starting lineup, right, as we did uh, with the opening game. But what were your thoughts on this game? So after watching uh, Bologna and uh, the Torino matches, uh, I was not surprised he came back with the same lineup. For me, uh, big, big shout-out. I'm very surprised at Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Uh, I think he's doing a hell of a job in the middle. You know, we have uh, the mystery man, Krunic. Uh, again, Swiss Army knife doing what he does. Reindeer, another surprise. Uh, the Dutchman is something really nice to watch, guys. Uh, I, I know I was very hard on uh, on Tonali when he was playing at Milan, and he was so, somewhat of a negative player. A lot of his players, a lot of his passes were backwards. I'm not, I'm not trying to shade on on, on Tonali, but I find with Reindeer, a what lot a train, of his passes. Steve. Sorry, a train. He's a train. Yeah, he just he's so positive. His runs are positive. Uh, again, I was pleasantly surprised by 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 the midfield uh, because you know it, it's almost a complete changeover, and we haven't really been uh, been suffering in that department the the first two games. Uh, now uh, against Bologna, I think uh, I think we did well. Uh, against Torino. Uh, we did extremely well in terms of, of not suffering, but I know you're going to ask me about something that I think changed the game. I wanted to ask you first and foremost, Steve, from the Bologna game to Torino, this midfield. I'm looking at left and cheeks, left butt cheeks, as we like to call them here, which, uh, you know, we're going to have nicknames for everybody. What a difference from, and I'm not taking anything away from Tonali, by all means. Have you found that he's been much more present in the attacking form? I just feel like most of the time I'm seeing him in the attacking third. Uh, he's just running like a like a freight train, and I like what I see. And from all the preseason games, I know Reindeer's Rudolph has been very good, but left butt cheeks has been, for me, the most impressive so far. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, look, it, it helps when you have someone on your right wing that you can make a pass to and expect to have a pass in return and not lose the ball. Again, mm. so we suffered with that, uh, with Macias, uh, from time to time with uh, Salchicha Maker. 
And now we have uh, Captain America. I know it's uh, Fabio's uh, man crush. Uh, the fact that he scored two games in a row. Yeah, yeah he's in yeah. love with Captain America. But we see what difference the team has in terms of attacking just options in the final third where last year we did not have it. And yes. the year before we did not have it. And now they look a little bit more dynamic, a little bit more full of ideas, uh, eager to get into that final third, confident to play from the right, not always, uh, you know, depending on Leao and individual skill to get either Giroud the ball The midfield's more dynamic as well. They're getting involved. They're getting chances. That's all you could ask for from the first two games. And, you know, that's a lot of changes. I was worried about having that many changes. But I'm pleasantly surprised. I cannot. I'm negative. I'm so No, I, I will find every negative point there is. But from the two games... Except for the little letdown that we saw against uh, Torino when we let them bank it to the game after we took the lead, where they should not have been anywhere close to in the game. Uh, I have nothing bad to say about this Milan, except that uh, we need to find, Liao needs to find his feet. I wanted to ask you, you know, before I get into the penalties, and I know you're very vocal in, in the comments, I, fr from the Bologna game to Torino, Steve, I, I, Maybe this is a Serie A kind of thing, but why is it so hard to close off the game 10 minutes into the second half? You're winning 2-0, whatever the case may be. It just seems like a hard kind of thing. Look, we won both games. I think we deservedly won both games. But why do you think this is like a hard thing? Like even today, Inter, right? And winning 2-0, we're going to get into those scores after. But do you think this is like... Is it a city I think that's like, okay, we're winning to nothing. Let's play nice and calm and try to score one in the last 15 minutes. Or am I overthinking stuff? I think the teams just adapt to what, what's happening in, in that 90 minutes that they're playing. And we, we don't give enough credit to the, the opposing team that they, they can make adjustments. They can fix the, the holes that are in their, uh, in their armor. And, uh, And keep the game competitive, right? So we've seen uh, we've seen uh, the English Premier League with blowouts. We've also seen Serie A with blowouts. But I think that the teams are getting smarter, and it can keep the game under control for a longer period of time where we're not seeing that. Like, but look, Milan scoring four goals—that's that—that's quite a bit uh, in a Serie A match. We're not used to seeing that many. But I'd rather it stay close and be competitive than be uh, just a one-sided affair where there's no soccer whatsoever. It's just uh, running it's, around. It's just blood. like you know, playing a team like Torino, playing a team like uh, like Bologna, where you should be beating these teams easily. And let's talk about it right now, Steve. Let's talk about it. I know we spoke after the game. I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to understand. Let's not talk about the Leal VAR because I feel that that was much more of a penalty. But I'm trying to understand, Steve, what rulings. And I think maybe that's the problem, that we don't know the rules of how a game is going on. Uh, maybe you should go to take a look at this. And take a look at something, Steve. Let's be honest. That was a very, very, very... Uh, 
controversial penalty, trying oh. to defend, and it, it caught his fingers, and it came up from there. And all of us at the bar, we're all looking at each other, and we're all like, we're clapping, and none of us were like, yeah, goal. On the second one, I get it. You know, he stomped over his feet, even though he didn't purposely. I know these are the new rules, but not, no true Milanista is going to sit here and go, well, yeah, we deserve that penalty, and it happened to us uh, so many times. What are your takes on this? More to the rulings of the VAR, because we're going to talk about the Juve game after. There's just no consistency. I, I don't get it, Steve. I don't get it. Yeah, no consistency. That stuff, uh, for me, that's not a penalty. And uh, I will never, ever accept that as a penalty. Will I take it? You know what? Okay. But if I put myself in the reverse situation where that's you know, what I was saying that, to everybody, that at the type bar. of penalty is called against Milan, I will be pissed off because we're getting to a point where you're not you're not letting the defenders defend anymore, you know, and uh, putting your hands out and you know using a bit of your body to get some leverage and stuff. It's just not working out for it, these guys anymore. And every single time uh, the ball is going to come anywhere close to their hand. They're going to risk a penalty shot. And and I think the rule makers of the sport in general, and I don't even think this is on Serie A, this is across uh, across all the soccer platforms. They need to they need to have like some sort of summit and come together and fix some of these rules for the better of the game. Because, you know, for me, Steve, I think where the controversy comes compared to Milan and Torino versus, you know, the Juve game, is that Milan didn't need those penalties to win this game. And I find that we, we, we put a lot of emphasis on the Juve didn't play very good that game, and Bologna deserved to win because I did watch that game. I just, I, I, I just feel that, like, give us, give us a rule here. I don't get it. I, I, I just don't get it. And, and again, like you said, I told everybody at the bar, Guys, if this happened to us, what would you think? And the only comments that I got was, well, it happened to us last... No, no, guys, no. Because for a game to be stopped mid-game, right? And the other problem that I have, too, is it's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm at your showers every morning, Steve. Yeah, but look at the EPL. It's so more exciting. And it... Why is nobody talking about the refereeing in Manchester United game with the red card? Like, why is everybody just talking about Serie A? And... I just think that Milan, knowing that we're going to win no matter what, and I'm going to say this very confidently because we came we came up balling, as, we, as the kids would say, compared to a Juve game where it could have went both ways. It seems like Le Polemiche come up more where it could have went both ways. But give us an explanation. That's what my problem is, Steve. Why is it that the Milan game... Two minutes after the fact, Ascolta de vedere questo qua, right? Where the belong the 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 Juve referee goes, I saw them fall together. It's good, and he he can't be forced to go watch the VAR. Should we not get a VAR for dummies kind of fucking book? I don't know, Steve. It just it's just confusing, and it's it's it goes back to last year's with this whole 15 points okay we're gonna take it back we're gonna back. we're laughing we're laughing stock and i don't want my city to be a laughing stock i know you're very adamant about if things don't change you know city might not late. be around uh, to watch 
Vince, it's too late. The Serie A is doomed. It's doomed. And there's no fixing it unless they want to fix it. Uh, the problem with this is, is that uh, the people that are in charge don't think that there's a problem with it. And until, that hap- until there's a change there, this is going to continue. And they can't make their, you know, they can't make up their own minds. They can't think outside of the box. And that's why negativity shifts towards the, the, the section of Serie A. And positivity shifts to the section of the EPL. It's just uh, marketing 101, and they yeah. do it that much better than we do. And and you know what? I'm always going to go back to my comment. I know you were off that time where what's that team that just made it to the EPL that has a stadium of like 20,000 people and it's in the middle of nowhere where the media is like, look, what a fairy what a fairy tale story. Look at this team. And then if you have like a, a, a Luca coming up to Serie B, oh, what the game? Give Vergogna the statement is not ready. Look at this kind of thing. It's just, it's just the way they present these kind of stories, right? So uh, the VAR justification penalty was given since the defender pushed uh, the hand towards the ball rather than the ball coming intentionally touching that. No, I get you. But Steve, as he was saying, is that if we need Luton Town, thank you, Nathan. If, if we're going to start calling penalties on this, these kind of like half second kind of thing, I'm sorry, guys. It's ruining the game. And I'm just trying to understand. Milan was going to win this game no matter what. I'm going to tell you that. Uh, look, Milan was going to win. That, that penalty Steve, Steve, changes a lot. That penalty Steve. changes a lot. What I'm trying to get at is that what makes the VAR referee call back this play, which, let's be honest, is not a blatant, oh, my God, this was completely missed, right? This is a 50-50 call. Because he's not intentionally like, you know, his arm is out or whatever the case may be. I just I just find that if Juve would have won this game convincingly, we wouldn't be talking about the Milan easy pens. Some people on Twitter did, which we're going to get into the busted. Excuse me, not Twitter, X, X uh, tweet. But let me finish off before we get into new segments, Steve. So far... What you've seen from our beloved Milan uh, from the Tonali sale to now, and uh, you know what? Let me let me take let me take uh, Timmy's comment to you. Hey Steve, I missed you, buddy. Now that our great owner has finally brought us not one but two right wingers, which position is next on your list? I would like you to answer it in Stevie P fashion by giving me a fucking blank. Fill in the blank. Get me a fucking striker, Christ. That's the next position. Giroud, at 40 years old, will not be able to play the amount of games. So we addressed the fucking right wing. They finally got me a fucking right wing. Two of them, Steve. Two of them. Well, it's it's four years we're asking for one. So uh, they should have. It's nice that they gave us some depth at the right wing. Uh, but now it's the striker position. It's uh, it needs to be addressed. Uh, we can't gamble with this type of team and this type of form right now. Whether it continues or not, after the first two games, I think Milan looked good. Uh, by letting injury dictate what happens to us during this, this because injuries happen, guys. Yeah. And at forty true. years old, it's a miracle that it or a miracle or science to the max how this guy knock on wood 
has not really missed that many games. He, he says he feels like Ibra. The older he gets, the younger he feels. Well, good for him. And but we'll if keep he gets him on hurt, there. Okafor is not going to bring us to the Champions League semifinals. Let's That's be it. You know, so uh, I think they've addressed their positions nicely. Uh, after striker, I would look at uh, at maybe trying to find another center back. I think we need uh, a center back. I, I don't know if Pellegrini, the one that we got from Argentina, if he's a center back or not, I'm still not 100% convinced. It might be that he is. Bah, we'll see. We'll see. And I don't. And after that, Origi needs to go. Balo Torre needs to go. Like, okay, Steve, I, let me I ask you this. It. Who's who actually leaving? Looks like Salchicha Maker is going I to I feel uh, bad for Salchicha Maker. I feel bad. Because he did I his job. Because I think he did his job. At the uh, best of his capabilities, even though again, it wasn't to our If it's our him who wants to leave to get starting minutes somewhere else, by all means, I think they're doing the good thing and, and granting him that. I wish he would have tr- would have stayed and, and created some depth. I would have also liked to maybe see him, you know, play the actual position that we bought him at, at uh, right back, and maybe learn how to play there and extend his career with Milan because... Mm-hmm. Uh, Calabria is not putting in the greatest of performances. But, uh, yeah, Salchicha Maker going to Bologna and staying in Serie A, I think that's a good pickup for Bologna and I think uh, for his career starting minutes, yeah. Before I get into the uh, Serie A recap, Steve, I wanted to ask you about uh, De Catalare. I think we both were on the same uh, wavelength where I think it was a mistake to sell him outright. I think we were both on the same wavelength that give this kid another chance do you think do you think this is a good move for let's just say he starts ripping it up at atlanta which i don't think so but you know i i felt the the happiness in him scoring that one goal in the first game but uh, you know just like hauga when he left milan he scored two goals in his first game like mark Struper was telling us and he didn't do shit after that but do you think do you think it was a good move for the loan con Derito de Riscato? Yeah, they give them the option and we'll see what, what it is. I think I think CDK is talented. And I've never hid the fact that he's talented. I think moving from a A-League to the Serie A takes some time to adapt to. And I don't think he ever adapted last year. And we, we spoke about it. Yes, give him another chance. And, you know, give him some extra minutes. The problem is that when he got the chance and he got the extra minutes, he looked like he lost his dog all the time. Yeah. He he moped around. He was not engaged in the game at all. And that at Milan, it seems, with this coaching staff and this management, you will not last. And you spent $35 million on this player. For Serie A, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So it's either you start playing... Or we move you. Now, Atalanta is very good at that. Now, Atalanta going in and pick him up does raise some eyebrows across the internet world, right? Why is Atalanta going in? Atalanta also cashed in a shit ton of money. 85 they got from... uh, 85. For someone who played half a season last year. He played a full season of Serie A. Performed for half. And was completely dead the second half of the season. Had no more legs. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Come se 
Holmen. It's the H.O. with the two dots. You know, so the H.O. with the two dots. Is that yeah. what you just said? Yeah, H.O. and the two dots on top. Uh, all jokes aside, I think I think I, I think he's a great player too. But but teams now are just splashing. You know, eighty-five Splash. million dollars on a gamble. You're gambling with this type of player. You're not guaranteed you're going to get the Atalanta player playing in the EPL because it's two different games. Yes, so now let's see what CDK. I wish him the best. I hope he just he tears it up except the games that they play against Milan. And you know, and and if it does resurrect his his, his career, we could use him at Milan. And I am pretty sure they're going to want to they're going to want to retain some of that or you know, cash in on some of that 35 million dollars that they spent. It is what it is. And uh, guys, it is time. It is time for, you know what time it is. This uh, Serie A recap is brought to you by Fubu TV, the home to Serie A and even some other leagues here in Canada. Guys, bring it to your nonno. Bring it to your father. Show them how to use the Fubu app TV. They can watch it in Italian. I... I taught a couple of guys at the bar, uh, Steve, in the last couple of weeks that yes, yes, you could be watching it in Italian. You know, Presidente only watches uh, in Italian. Uh, but Fubo, uh, Fubo TV uh, is uh, sponsoring this Serie A recap. Steve, Frosinone Atalante, people wanted to get excited about De um, scoring on his first game, but Frosinone beating Atalanta on this uh, uh, on uh, week two. Do you think Atalanta is going to be one of these surprise teams? I know it's hard to say after two games, but uh, what do you think? Maybe your thoughts about uh, the score. I think Atalanta needed to check the Fubo TV schedule and make sure that they knew what time the game was starting because they were not there for the first half of the game. Uh, uh, Liban Yufsef is asking you for a specialty. Uh, yeah, I know. I know we're going to do that. And uh, once they finished uh, getting over the, the two-goal deficit that they were in, they started to, uh, uh, they started to remember that, uh, oh, there's a soccer game to be played here, oh, and they okay. uh, started to get back into it. And I think Atalanta, uh, Atalanta made, uh, made up for that. Uh, they did put on a, a bit of a clinic in the, in the final half. They had a lot of pressure. They had a lot of, you know, a lot of goals that I thought – they should have buried to at least get salvage a point. But I, uh, you know, t- tip my hat to Frosinone. They were playing at home in front of their crowd. And uh, it, it was their, it was their Scudetto, this win against Atal. It was. And uh, Mimoujan, est-ce que vous êtes au Milan Fan Club vendredi pour le match? Oui. Oui, nous serons là. Si tu es à Montréal, Jean, viens nous voir au Chicharro Sports Bar. Check it out on Google Maps. That's for you, Luben Youssef. Monza uh, beating Empoli 2-0. Steve, do you think Monza's going to be another team that's going to bother a lot of... Um, it's going to take away points from uh, top four teams this year. I know it's only two games, but what you've seen so far? Monza seems like uh, they're going to be uh, a chop buster. Hmm. They're going to uh, play everybody difficult... Uh, I just think they're not deep enough. Uh, and uh, I think that was the same thing, uh, the same answer we gave last year. Uh, after 
we label them as uh, oh for sure they're going down uh we were quite wrong at the beginning of last very year wrong. but uh, very wrong good, that's good. why that's why predictions are, are are left to the professional we're gonna wait we're gonna wait until 10 games in but good on monza steve one point in two games roma Roma being Roma, supposedly Big Rom is being uh, signed as we speak. We're facing them on Friday. I did not like this score because of this coming game on Friday. Verona beating Roma. What do you think, dude? I can't figure out Roma because I think they have they have quality. Uh, yes, they're lacking a striker like us. I think Tommy Abraham is on the shelf for quite a bit of time, yeah. at least until uh, until January, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he suffered an injury. Belotti started off, you know, with two so goals far, yeah, match yeah. day one. So we thought that you know maybe uh, this would you know keep them in it for a while. But uh, I think Mourinho changes things up a bit. I think they'll be uh, much more defensive against Milan. That's what uh, I think, though, yeah. In the past, you know, if I take the two games that Milan played and the two games that Roma played, in the past, I would be worried. Hmm. You know, and I'm not saying that, you know, Milan's going to walk in there and we're going to, you know, and we're going to beat Roma. But what I'm saying is that, you know, last year against a Bologna or a Torino who would sit back and defend, Milan would have trouble breaking down those low blocks. If Roma decides to do that and they watch the tape, they will see that Milan is comfortable in possession and now the low block, they have different options. The miracle of the right wing. Vinny. The miracle, the, right the miracle of the right wing. We have more options to break down that low block. So I expect them to, you know, show that respect to Milan just in terms of what they can do. I, again, they could also show up and decide that they want to ball out and they want to go for for glory. I still have it right here. That two two uh... that two two draw where we were looting where we, you know we played the game of the season last year. And we lost it in like the last 15 minutes of the game. So uh, Milan has a tough test on Friday with Roma. Let's see what happens. Before the two-week break, now let's talk about it. Why the hell are we breaking for two weeks? That's that's uh, the international break, Steve. Uh, Mancini went to Saudi Arabia. Spalletti, uh, De Laurentiis doesn't want to give his money. Now it's okay. Everything is fine. But leave it to... Uh, European soccer to break after two weeks, but we are coming back against Inter. But I want let, to let's let's get straight into it, Steve. I don't know if you have a sound effect for Juventus Bologna because on one part you have Mailo Visto. They fell they fell together, and then Allegri's response was, "What are they talking about? There was two penalties for us, and you know what, uh, Steve? Chapeau." Tiago Motta. I don't know if you saw his post-game interview. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He said nothing, Steve. He said nothing. He goes, no, I'm going to bed. Uh, they're asking him about the... I'm going to beg and I'm going to sleep uh, fine tonight. And I'm just going to think about next game. They didn't say a single word. But Juventus Bologna. Why does these things have to happen every time in a game where Juventus is involved? And I'm not I'm not saying that Juve has preferential treatment, Steve. I'm not one of those guys. But this referee has been known to have a lot of mistakes. And again, what is the point of well, we're going to suspend him for a week or two. What is it? I don't know what that proves, Steve. They came out and said, the AIA came out and said, this was a big mistake. Let's let's suspend him for two weeks. What, what does that do? That's, that's, that's again, uh, Serie A and what they have to do with the, IF, uh, the FIGC and whatever refereeing committee we have uh, they need to fix that I, I like to stick to the game I think Bologna showed up to play they were they not did. afraid to play Juventus at home at the Allianz uh, I think Juve playing at home it was a complete different Juve than what we saw last week where Gazzetta dello Sport said hey, ritornato Juve Juve Rinata la vecchia signore Rinata L'acqua delle montagne scende sopra la vecchia signora e una doccia di fiori. Jesus Christ. And then against Bologna, they lay an egg. Bum, 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 they lay an egg bum. up until they realize that they need to play soccer. Or uh-huh. Allegri lets them play soccer because it showed at times where he's, you know, let's let them loose a bit. And you saw you activated Keza, you activated Vlaovic. There was some positive changes. They brought in uh, Ingles Jr., the 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 Englishman, traditionally, whatever his name is, uh, the Englishman, whipped in the cross for Vlaovic and the tie. And Bologna at a certain point had trouble getting out of the back. They did mm. make some changes where yeah. it did fix them a, a little bit. Uh, they got lucky where one of the, you know, one of Juve's goal got called offside, the miracle offside that we don't know, you know, oh, in their yes. defense, where we still don't know that rule. And then VAR saves Juve because let's be, let's be straightforward and, 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 and frank here. That's a penalty shot. You know, if we're giving penalty shots for uh, in, the, in the Milan fingers. game, or, yeah, not only getting four fingers, deflecting off the player in front of you's head and you now you can't keep your hands up honestly and then we're not looking and we're not giving penalty shots for what happened in the Juve game 
we have a problem. And, and we got through someone else. So I'm going to tell you this story. So I have a friend who's at the Juve game, the Alvin. All right. Now, this friend will never tell me directly. So he told another friend because he went to Italy and he saw two games. All right. So he saw one at the Olimpico, Roma, and one at the, at the, Juve, at the J Stadium. So, in a nutshell, he said, I'm not going to name any names. Don't. That the J Stadium's ambiance is nothing compared to the Olympico's ambiance. And he's a Juventine. Okay. So, the plastic Juve fans. The plastic Juve the fans. The plastic Juve on. fans are also getting a gut check. Hmm. Where they have to realize that they need to show up. And support their team. And not only boo when they have to. When you need to do what us Milanistas did for the last fucking 10 years. Go fucking support suffer, your team. Suffer and support. You know, um, Fiorentina Lecce 2-2 on Fiorentina this one. Fiorentina was winning 2 nothing, 2 nothing in this game. Steve, these little teams are going to give. This is Hats what I want from Lecce. you. These little teams don't cause us any problems. That's what I want. But Fiorentina winning 2 nothing. That won the first game, uh, two two on this game here, playing at home especially. But let's talk about Lazio, Steve. Zero points in two games, losing at home to Genoa, losing last game. Who they lose to? Salernitana? No, not Salernitana. They lost to. Guys, help me out in the comments. Is there things to panic? Because I know we like to make fun of Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hive. Uh, Mr. Hyde, shout out to uh, Steve uh, on our Patreon group. He's the only Lazzalista in our group, and he was losing his fucking mind. But um, would you be worried if you're Lazio fan? Lecce, yeah, thank you. I, I, would Lecce, be, yeah. I, I would be worried because I don't want to start a season on the wrong foot where the first portion of my season is, quote, unquote, the easy, the easy portion of the season. Mm. So, you know, for them, if you're schedule watching and you're a Lazio fan, you see, you know, I have Lecce week one, Genoa week two. No, you know what? You, can right can, now, can but, I get but some Steve, points? Lazio is not capable of losing these two games and then beating the top Obviously, four. Uh, Lazio can, can, can do a complete 360. And, and, I, and I think that it's not all doom and gloom. I've watched both games and I think, you know, they do some things well. Uh, I don't know if they have the confidence anymore or if they believe in Sadibal. Luis Alberto, Malo yeah. Pancha, like every exactly. season. And Immobile, is he leaving? Is he not leaving? It just seems like every single year, Lazio, there's something happening. In the pre but this is, Steve, when was the last time that they performed this badly for the first two games well I, I i can't say i remember the last time they re, they performed this badly but uh, what i can say and i'll quote our friend steve from the patreon uh, group is there's a big huge hole in that midfield and it's sms that's you know that's everybody well, said yeah. you know sms not the best midfielder and said yeah oh he went he left whatever reasons he had for leaving by all so means, I'm not, yeah. not going to comment on that. Uh, for me, I think it's a mistake where he, the, that he, got, he went there. 
But again, I'm not SMS and I don't know my family. He makes his own decisions. Exactly. We're not going to talk about that for all these transfers to the, uh, the, to the Saudi league. What I will say is that Lazio miss him a ton more than they thought they were going to miss him. Let me tell you that much. Yeah. Napoli, uh, no surprise here. Sassuolo, from what I've seen in the first two games, Steve, I don't know if Sassuolo is going to be that ball buster the way they've been in the past years, but um, Napoli, just like Milan, hey, so far so good, putting up the three points. A red card to Sassuolo, I get it, but I don't see in any shape way or form that Napoli was going to lose this game, especially at but, but I find Napoli look a little bit different than last year. I they think, do. Uh, they do. I think it's the, the Campionato hangover might kick in a little sooner rather than later. Uh, Sassuolo needs to figure out this Berardi uh, situation. It's not a novella anywhere, of Berardi. I understand, but it's either he plays or they move on from him. Yeah. So try to get whatever you want from him. But let's move on because you're destroying people's Fanta Calcio. That's number one. Number two, uh, let the team grow. And if it's someone else who's going to take his place, let the person play without having this huge uh, shadow that is Berardi because he's a god uh, for Sassuolo uh, lingering in the background for a position. That's all I say. But uh, Napoli has been also very impressive. I think Oshiman, uh, injury-free. Uh, I would pick him this year for Capo Canarien. Saranitano Udinese 1-1 today, nothing to write home about. And uh, finally, Intel Carly. I know, Steve, as as Milanistas, before we watch these games, maybe Inter is going to fuck up. But in the end, they played a subpar team. They did what they needed to do. But I go back to the conversation I was having you before. A team that's winning 2-0 after one half. This, it seems in Serie A have a hard time. Just close the fucking game. Just close uh, off. The, and and Cagliari almost close. scored, Steve, in the 82nd or return I was watching today. Open net. And anyways, it just Inter did the, got the job done. Yeah. Two nothing in Serie A is, uh, you know, in other sports leagues, it's the worst league uh, that you could have in sports. In Serie A, most often than not, I think that uh, two nothing is pretty much closed. Hmm. Uh, you will, you know, like, uh, like you said, Cagliari did scare Inter a little bit. But I think uh, Inter, after you know two games, I think they have uh, zero goals conceded. That's something that uh, they had a little bit of trouble with last year in, in conceding goals until uh, they decided to put Onana in nets. So it's going to be interesting. Onana look at Manchester United? No, 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 no. I'm so happy that you brought that up. Why? Because uh, you know what? This is this is unbelievable, guys. We have lost all logic in soccer, guys. What he what he did in that in in the, in that play against Nottingham? Uh, what was yeah, it not? yeah, yeah, dude, that's not worth sixty fucking million dollars. Yeah, and what about the hundred and thirty nine million dollar center backs that can't stop the ball? I have no argument to that. No, you have to because the rest of the people need to realize that that's a problem. Because if you're getting scored on breakaways, we have a serious problem. You could have whoever you want in it. There's a good chance. Now, did he did he look like he was prime technique of goaltending standards? Clean sheet standard technique? We're going to shout out my friend Reno. A clean sheet? If you have a goal, send him to clean sheet. No. But Vinny, 
go look at that play and everybody needs to go look at that you're, play, guys. you're you're right it just it just i know from all the clips it looks bad on him and they if put you him have in a formula one car 400 400 million backline uh in, in you shouldn't be That's having gone. that look but it's so exciting the epl steve it's a it's so dynamic terrible there's, soccer there's, terrible there, there's so terrible much action football. in the epl that's, that's the only thing i hear that's the only thing i hear Anyways, uh, Steve, I wanted to take you through um, some of the Patreon questions. Uh, Nicholas, understand it's only uh, two games, but uh, are, and you, like myself, will probably judge the players when derby time comes around. But who's impressed so far? I feel like Rangers just need some more cohesion with his through balls, which will come in time. Nicholas, I'm not sure which games you've watched, but Rangers was the first midfielder to do 100% passing accuracy. I don't know how many years, but... Maybe he's watching a different game. He's seeing the game differently than me. But who's impressed you so far, Steve? I know we spoke about uh, Loftus Cheeks, but Reinders has been... You, you can't take anything away from Reinders, uh, from Rudolph. Yeah. Uh, Reindeer, very positive. I like it. I think there's still a lot of work. I think he's young. You know, Ruben Loftus Cheek, you know, some people said invisible. For me, if Ruben Loftus Cheek and Krunic are invisible where you know I'm not hearing their names from the commentators that pretty much tells me that they're they're doing their job hmm. because that means the person on the other side or whoever they're marking is not receiving or getting or making an impact in the game but uh I agree with what you said earlier Loftus cheek has been more offensive uh, you know in the offensive third but uh, we have to give it to him. I was, I am totally surprised. I did not think that he would have this much of an impact this early. Right wing, Captain America, Pulisic. I think Chucky, uh, at the price that we paid him on the right-hand side, we're going to have to figure out a way to get them on the field and get him some minutes. On a side note, Steve, I'm going to ask you, Vinny to Steve, that's been my discussion with a lot of the guys before we head into the, the, the next questions. Um from Patreon, if Chucky plays well, Pulisic plays well, what do we do, Steve? Do we turn Leon to a striker? Somebody would have mentioned turning Leon to a striker, but I'm like, every time we put him up as a striker when Ibra was hurt, he didn't perform very well. So do you do you do a 4-2-1? Like, what do you do, Steve? Let's just say... <clears throat> Because <clears throat> let's be honest, Steve, we didn't play Chucky thirty-five million on his last year of his contract to ride the bench. No. So, so what do you do, Steve? Franco saying four-two-three-one. Okay, maybe. Do you see? Then what do you put Oka for? I know we didn't pay much for him, but do you see a two-striker yeah, system? You, you can only you can only play eleven players. That's that's number one. People have to understand that players have to come in understanding that you want to play perform. So Okafor wants to see the field. Unfortunately, you're a left wing there, buddy, and you're going to have to beat out Leao. For, forget Okafor. So let's talk about Pulisic and Chucky. They and, have and Leao. to play Leao going to take the bench. They have to play for that position. You want to play? Perform. That's what it is. He started with Pulisic. He saw something in Pulisic in practice, and he started. He has two goals, and not only the two goals. I can care less about the two goals if he, if he hasn't played well. He's actually been playing well. So, you know, barring injury right now, that right wing is his. And Chucky at 30 million, he's got to figure out how to get on the field. Yeah. But Pioli needs to give them a fair shot. So uh, I don't know what and how he's going to rotate. 
because after the Roma game, there's two weeks off, and then we're going to see a Derby de la Madonina after this stupid international break. I don't know where Chucky fits in right now. Against Roma, is he starting with the same lineup, Steve? Absolutely, he's going to start with the same lineup. Definitely. Um, you know, Gio says, welcome back, legend. No questions, just ready to win my Monday night. And hi, uh, Gio, we'll see who can accompany you on Coast to Coast on Wednesday. If not, we're going to have to postpone it because Fabio's on, on a vacation in Ecuador. Uh, Lab Gorilla, how you been, Stevie P? I hope the summer treated you well. That's it. Just wanted to know uh, uh, how uh, uh, how one of the big guns of MWP is doing and helping he will return to his regular spot. So, so a shout-out from uh, Lab Gorilla to you, Steve. You are the star of the show. Lab Gorilla is the best. We started our relationship on uh, destroying on- each other in comments, and now we're, we're now he's asking me how my summer went. Love, Lab Gorilla. And Ryan Person, hey, guys, how amazing is that we pick up the first goal of two in a match and can control the game from there? I think that will help more than people think in the long, in the long season. If we keep scoring first, then teams will not feel like they are in the game until late or we have to push our hardest to claw back into the game so we can rest and recover. Ryan, obviously, going by the first two team, uh, two games, but how important is it, Steve, to score that first goal? Because that hasn't happened very often for us where we took control of the game uh, as per se, but you think this is going to be something that's going to be different this season coming on? So after the first two games, uh, I noticed that, you know, the, you know, our first step and our first mentality is to get forward and to get, to be dangerous. And now they're starting to be dangerous with options and different, you know, different dynamic link up. So after the first two games, yeah, it feels good to 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 score first. I want to see now against Roma, which is a you know is a tougher test. Be, no no disrespect to uh, Torino and Bologna, but Roma will be a tougher test. Yes, I want to see if we can still keep up the same uh, intensity, the same uh, grit, and you know I want to see this team if you know if it's zero zero second half, how do we react? Then mm. we'll, we can start we can start looking at that ten game mark where we'll make our first. You know, uh, we'll call it a grade of how the season analysis of the season so far. We always, Steve, nobody could tell us otherwise because we've always done this every single time, every season we've been on, me and you, we always try to judge 10 games in during the banter years. It came worse and worse and worse, but yeah, we'll see 10 games in on that note, guys. Before we get into because, yeah, and uh, the thing I'm loving right now is that we are playing attacking football. Hopefully, this translates to the UCL. Uh, that's why we lacked even in our wins. Vincent, hopefully, I know it's two games. I want to keep my feet on the ground, right? Just like Juventini's saying that they're victims. Keep that same fucking energy, Juventini's, because if a penalty gets called against you, out of that, keep the same fucking energy. That's the one thing I'm saying. Um, it's nice to know we're doing this back knowing Diaz is starting because he is our best option two games in, and we're already seeing progress and complete... Vinny, you're right, dude. Uh, nobody's talking about uh, Brahim Diaz right now. Thank you, Brahim, for what you did for the team, that you helped us do what you... Uh, uh, for the last, what, three years, Steve? Was it for three years? I think it was... Uh, uh, Frank Amuyo, thoughts on uh, Taremi? Is that be happy with the signing? If it happens, Steve, it's got to be a good price. He's 31, 32. Yeah, he's 31 years old. I'm not paying $30 million for this guy. Uh, they say that they want to. I love the way the newspapers put it. They want 30, we're gonna offer 15. 
Like I wish uh, life worked like that, and I could work uh, my mortgage, uh, my next mortgage uh, on the Vopo mortgage uh, yeah, the on that uh, on that system. Uh, you want three hundred? I'll give you a hundred. Okay, no, so. let's 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 move the conversation. Colombo, is this his time, Steve? How many years do we have to put him on? I get the conversation where Colombo's not going to bring you a Champions League, and I get that. But if you don't get these kids to play. And kids, I'm exaggerating because he's been there for a while. And I don't know, Steve, what do you think? Do you, you loan him out we, to Monza? We, we, we're going to have to loan him out to Monza. I don't think, uh, you know, if uh, if we need that striking presence, I don't know if he has the big game boots yet to uh, to wear uh, that Milan shirt to bring us to that next level, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, they've invested so much. And they've, you know, they've rolled the dice with Zlatan and Giroud and it failed them. So now I would hope that they understand. Now, 31, you're saying, wow, you know, in, in, as a regular person, I don't think that's very old. In soccer years, I think it's getting up there. Uh, yes, diet. Not everybody's diet, a Giroud. Yes, a, not a, everybody's yeah. Giroud, but, you know, uh, diet facts and muscle training has all changed. Uh, the, the actual age of a, of a soccer player. We've seen him at, uh, at Porto. You know, he, he's, he's very intelligent. I think he also makes his teammates better, which is something different. You know, mm -hmm. not saying that Giroud doesn't, but uh, more so. So it would be an interesting signing, but he's also 31. So uh, are we are we going down that same rabbit hole again? Uh, unfortunately, I don't think we have the money to buy the Jonathan David. You know, the the, the no. big striker that we want. They want another. You know, uh, the Hugo uh, Hugo. I'm never going to pronounce his last name from PSG. On loan, and now and now it seems like I think West Ham is going to overtake us. Surprise, surprise, uh, because they're going to probably be able to throw a ton of money uh, to him on wages. So we don't know. Let's see. We need a strike. Let's see, guys. This Friday, Milan Club Montreal. We will be at Chicharos uh, myself uh, for the game. We will have a, a pre-game chat. Uh, stay tuned to the channel. Uh, Steve, I believe that the Presidente made us uh, a nice little... Where, where is it? You know, you got to subscribe. You got to subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to the videos. Would it be our Patreon family? Uh, would it be the specials, uh, group therapy, uh, pre-game chats? We will be there. Uh, Monday's TVP, tu sei impegnato, as we would say uh, in Italian. Uh, we will see who we'll get uh, next Monday. If not, we'll see each other after the two-week break. Steve, seriafantasy.com. In the comments, guys, there's the code for the league. Steve Fanta Calcio, how's it been for like, uh, two weeks? Uh, you've made some changes. Uh, what's going on? Uh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling in the Fanta Calcio. I've always struggled in the Fanta Calcio. Seems like everybody that I pick lays a big fat egg. So that's why I stay away from the Milan players. And now the Milan players are doing great. So are performing. And uh, so, guys, if you want to join our league, always great prizes last year, official kit uh, given uh, to, to the winners. So it is in the comments. Steve. It's been a while. Last time we did this was me and you. Jan coming to the rescue. And it is not busted Calcio tweets anymore. Uh, it is uh, busted X. Uh, what is it? Reposts? A re what, is it? what is he calling it, Elon, now? Reposts. Reposts. So I'm going to call it busted X. Busted X. I'm going to pull up 
I'm going to pull up uh, what Jan had giving us as comments of his tweets because he saw sometimes we get a little confused of what his stuff. So Ciao, let's see. Ragazzi. Ciao, Ale. Come stai? Ciao, Presidente. Il vero Presidente. Come stai, te? Tutto bene? Tutto bene, tutto bene. Grazie. Presidente, the best. <laughs> Jan, what do you have for us? Slide number one. So, Bologna FC, Fenucci, it is unthinkable that such an incident would not result in a penalty and sending off. In the age of technology, it is an unbearable situation. It is madness not to interfere on occasions like this. And Jan's like, Bologna tweeting like babies, not a good look. Act like a club and not fans. And I'm going to go with Tiago Motta. Didn't say a single word. Just said, I'm going home. I'm thinking about the other game. Steve, this is not... Uh, I get it. They have the right to be mad, but you can't be tweeting out this stuff. As an official club? No, uh, I agree. I, I, I like that they're they're angry. I like that they're angry in front of the camera. I would just never put it in writing. I find this is a bit... Mm. A bit childish that you're you're using your social media account to to and, and again, is this something that Bologna wanted to do? Uh, I don't I don't know. We'll we'll let the uh, Bologna admit deal with that problem, but it is busted because it's it's something that's you know it's translated or it's taken you know from the conversation that he's having with a journalist while he's saying this. Taking out a context or that you, you can't tell. I'm an old-fashioned guy. I want to see it. You know, I, I don't mind them losing it on camera, you know, and getting mad and, and taking the fine. This is because he doesn't want to get fined, right? He's not going to get fined for a tweet, you know, for uh, yeah for a repost or whatever the hell they're calling it, right? So go in front of the TV, Bologna. Don't worry, Mr. Sapuro. He did. He, he Sapuro supposedly lost his mind, but he didn't go in the dressing room, as he said. He didn't go in the... Uh, no, no, no. But uh, you lose your mind, and you're supposed to be pissed, and this is exactly what uh, what, what the, the league needs. They need people to stand up and, you know, try to help fix. Again, if I'm Torino and I'm Cairo, I'd be losing my mind on that penalty shot, too. Fuji's and Funyun, we missed you, buddy. We missed you. Always with the, the, the puns there. Uh, on the next one, Jan sent us, we're not Milan's, you won't get a pen. UFN crying about Milan penalty kick. We're not Milan, so we won't get a pen. This is a Juventus fan saying, Steve, can you explain me something? In the history of Serie A, I think last year we were in one of the teams that... The- Where are they getting this from? We were never the team that had the most penalties. And even even us on the last game, we were like, that's a pen? Okay. Like, true Milanistas. But what the fuck is this, man? Seriously. Liban, my uh, my brother from another that, mother. That did this come is... from Fujin, Fujin and Funyan. That was his terminology. And he's got, he's got a whole crew going on with the Juventudism. Yeah. Juventudism. Yeah. Uh... It should be something that should be looked out by looked at by the by the who, you know the the who? Yeah, the who, the World Health Organization. Exactly, because this is it's a pandemic, guys. Uh, and I, I, again, nothing to to discredit what we went through, but some of these 
Juve fans need some real, real help because don't they know that this is going to come back on them? Like this is what I, this is what, 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 what really freaks me out about social media. It's like this guy, he said, you know what? I'm going to put this and I'm going to put 673 views. Yeah, Steve. Exactly. From Earth. <laughs> I love that. 2030827 from Earth. So uh, you could tweet from another planet on Elon's X or no? Guys, you this know, is yeah. it's something that will never end. Uh, they they are a fan base that is completely Steve. entitled and spoiled Steve. for the last 10 years. I hope, I hope, for the love of God, Milan Juve, that we get a call back two minutes after the play, just like we did in Torino, and go, it slipped his index finger, so Milan penalty. I'm going to love that so fucking much. Oh, man. Anyways, what what else did he have for us, uh, Jan? Um, number three, Chiesa will make the season is two, m- making his season this season his two goals tomorrow, and he says Chiesa, who is really overhyped by everybody. So Art Vandele saw one game, just like the people that oh we got rid of City K, he scored a goal, and oh my god, and look at City K, and this guy Chiesa scores a goal, and he's the next coming of Christ. I'm not taking anything away from the. Kiesa's uh, performances, but Kiesa uh, is, is a gift from God, the TDP. Art Vandele has to take it one step at a time. The only problem with Kiesa is really it's uh, how much uh, Allegri is going to loosen the leash. So That's true. So mental, uh, who doesn't take these kind of cases, uh, Fadi tells you, uh, Steve? And uh, yes, uh, mental health does matter. And uh, what, did, uh, what did he finish off with? Twitter clown claims to be an expert about PKs. Again, Milan PKs. Never a pen in my expert. So this is our friend at uh, at the Nap- Napoli Sansone. Never a pen. Steve, I know that you never liked our saying, we're not professionals, nor do we pretend to be. At least we never pretended to be expert. But did you know that Napoli Sansone is an expert? He's working in the... Um, He's working in the, at Paramount Plus. He's, he's working, working for in the a, VAR room. Sansone. He's going in the VAR room. Okay. But uh, according to him, never a pen in my extra opinion. You don't need to tell us, dude. We know. We know. But he just wanted to let us know about his expert opinion, Steve. You're busted. And uh, you know what, guys? We're going to have so many of these. So many of these in the next coming year. And uh, Steve, I'm not going to. Uh, did you see that the Geo found the picture of uh, Lupo? He sent us a picture of Lupo, and this is always the Lupo Award, guys. We're going to be getting because there's been a couple of tweets in the, uh, excuse me, uh, reposts? Re, re, uh, uh, let's just stick with tweets. Who cares? Let's just stick with tweets. But, guys, on that note, thank you so very much for, for, for joining us for the season premiere. Me and Stevie P, at one point, close to 80 live viewers. We got Roma on Friday. This is going to be Steve. Our first real test, because that's the only thing that I'm afraid of, that I'm afraid of, excuse me, is the one point in two games from Roma. Mourinho is not a, you know, pushover. Uh, You know, they're going to come out banging. I don't think Lukaku would play. Steve, would you? I don't think he's going to play. I I really don't think he's going to play. Would he force him, even though he's been training by himself? I don't think he would force him. 
I have no idea if he's going to force him, but I would be surprised. Maybe as a sub, depending on how fit he is, but uh, I would be surprised that he's there. But uh, let's let's uh, let's see if the Dybala is pulled up pulled up with a muscle injury again. So we'll see if uh, hopefully Dybala could make it. I want to play best Roma, best Milan, and uh, we take it from there. There's no other way to look at it. We have no choice. Uh, this is the Scudetto. We're going to play everybody two times. Let's go. It is what is good, gentlemen. So uh, to all the live viewers, to our Patreon members, to the group chat, uh, Steve, we're up to like four women in our group chat. And uh, sometimes I got to tell the guys, Amazing. keep it down, guys. Keep it down because there's some women in this uh, group. Um, Switzerland. We got like four members from Switzerland. You know, they, 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 they like Milan Weekly Podcast. Stay tuned, guys, <clears throat> if we can make it happen for Coast to Coast on Wednesday. If not, we're going to meet each other on Friday for a pregame chat. Steve won't be able to make it next Monday. Two weeks off because Serie obviously. But, Steve, would you take this two weeks off now after three weeks? Or would you take the winter break? I don't like the two weeks off now. So, so you would prefer to play now and take two weeks off on Christmas? Yeah. I think it just falls better. Okay. I, I, I think I like the idea of actually for once not just being able to watch EPL during the Christmas break. So we shall see what goes on here. And we're playing Roma. We have to come back and play Inter. We do have Juventus after that. And yes, we're going to have our 10-game 10 uh, 10, 10 game in recap of the season. But, um, Steve, I'm just going to ask you, because we haven't spoken to you in a while, from the... Tonali sale to now. And I know I think you were always more on, on my wavelength of let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. So far, your thoughts on Milan. And I know it's hard, Steve. I know because we're always the kind of people we don't like to judge. after. Wait and see. Wait and see. That's what, that's what I am. I, I cannot say good or bad. I, I was impressed, but uh, there's a lot of games. There's another 36 games. So let's, let's see what happens His... against Roma. I'll be able to give you... Uh, more detail as we go on. Roma, I want to win. I want three points. The stupid international break. And then coming back for a very tough Inter game, which I really want to win. So let's pick up the pace. Is Origi leaving? I hope so, because he's not going to find the field. And unfortunately, that's on him. That's definitely on him. And on that note, uh, does he have her out... Uh... Where did he put our uh, outro video? Okay, there it is. So on that note, guys, TVP, thank you. Thank you for coming back. We shall see each other probably in three weeks. Uh, TVP and Vinny T, as always. Stay tuned, guys. Like, subscribe. Join the Patreon family. Join the crazy chat that we have going on over there. But ovunque e sempre. Forza Milan! Forza Milan, guys. Sono la Toro, sono